This is the podcast where we talk about practical leadership, team building, theology, and how to create winning habits. I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, an author, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. And don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode for this week's book recommendation. The title for today's show is Tips for Creating a Successful Blog. You know, blogging is a wonderful way to reach a wider audience. Blogging also provides a way for you to share your thoughts and your ideas, and even to articulate your thoughts and ideas. Many writers would say that that it's through the process of writing that they're able to to develop thoughts and ideas and and, uh, really work through the the things that they're processing in their minds. Writing and, and blogging becomes a way that you can even share that process with your audience and, and share things of value with them. So blogging is a wonderful way to share your ideas with a wider audience. Individuals and, and even organizations create blogs to convey their message and to create a platform in which to showcase their products. Now, I realize that, that many people that blog, in fact, probably most people that blog are not trying to sell anything. But we are trying to showcase our thoughts and our ideas, our message. And so a blog gives us a platform in which we can showcase our message or our thoughts or our our ideas. And think about how vast the internet is. There are millions of readers available for the successful blogger. The person who knows how to be creative and is willing to work hard. There are so many people that are that are out there. It's just a question of how we connect with them and what we can do to connect with them. And what I want to do today in this post is provide you with a few tips for creating a successful blog to help you connect with some of these millions and millions of readers that are out there. So I'm going to give you several really practical tips. These have helped me create a successful blog. They've helped many people, many other people do the same thing. They're tried and true. These are proven tips to success. If you'll follow these, then then I'm sure that you'll be able to create a successful blog as well. Number one, keep it short. I think so many people feel like that when they write a blog, they have to tell everything they know in every post, and that's just not true. Blogs that are in the 350 to 500 word range are much, much more likely to be read. Most readers do not want to get stuck reading a novel post. I know when I'm looking at a new blog, I'll scan through it real quick and see how long it is. And if it looks like it's going to take me longer than a minute or two to read it, I just move on. And I think most people are the same way. A four to 500 word blog can be read in about two minutes. This is a great length that allows the reader to read the post and then move on. Again, many new writers feel that they have to put everything that they know about that subject in that single post. Really, it makes much more sense if you have a lot of material about the the topic to break it down into two or three parts. This can create a sense of anticipation among your readers as they await the next post. And then if the writer does not want to create a multi-part post, then they're going to have to discipline themselves. They're going to have to decide what's the most important material that they want to include in the blog. Because listen, it's, it's pointless to write a brilliant but excessively long blog post if nobody's going to read it. 
And bottom line is, if it's too long, people are just going to move on. A good example of the perfect blog length is seen in my friend Joe Prim's blog. Joe posts consistently throughout the week, but his blogs are usually in the 300 to 500 word range. And if I had to guess, I'd say probably even closer to 300. He posts great content almost every day, but it can be read in just a couple of minutes. And I'm going to actually be referring to to a number of people's blogs as we go through this uh, podcast today. So I'll be giving you links to these blogs so that you can look at them for reference. So I'll I'll be putting a a link to Joe's website as well so you can check it out. But, But keep it short. Number two, be consistent. This is where so many new bloggers struggle the most. There's such an initial excitement of creating blog posts, and there's such an initial excitement of doing something new and creating a website and getting your content out on the internet for people to read. But you know, after that initial excitement, the writer finds that it's a lot of work to consistently post fresh content. Most new bloggers are not going to be able to keep pace with professionals like like Seth Godin. I don't know if you're familiar with Seth, but He's a brilliant blogger, and he posts, gosh, seven days a week, sometimes twice a day. He's he's amazing. I don't know how he does it. And he posts great content in the the area of management and marketing and, and social media. He's always got something valuable to share. But most new bloggers are not going to be able to keep up with Seth's post, with with Seth's pace. A worthy goal for a new writer might be to publish one new blog post every week. If you said, I'm going to publish a new post every Monday, and you stuck with it, that's a great goal to have. Because you're much better off consistently posting once a week than to get really excited and post two or three times a week or four times a week, and then the next week you post once, and then you skip a week, and then before long you just kind of drop out of the picture. I've had so many... Uh, people that, that 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 I really had high hopes for, friends of mine that started blogs, and after that initial couple of months, they just quit because it was too much trouble. But I think that if if we can just set a realistic goal, and like I say, once a week or maybe twice a week, these are realistic goals, and your readers are going to expect you to be there. If you say you're going to publish on Monday, they're going to expect that there, there's new content on your website on Monday. If you say you're going to publish on Wednesday, they need, they're going to expect it to be there on Wednesday. Um, and everybody's going to have to find their own rhythm. I, I typically post Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Friday are a regular blog post, and then Wednesday I, I release the podcast. So um, you just have to find what works for you. So, you know, find, find, find your rhythm, but consistency is what is going to keep your audience interested in coming back to see what you have to say. So keep be consistent. Number three, variety. Now I realize this might not be applicable if you're writing a business or a professional blog. But for the vast majority of bloggers, a key to success is changing up the type of content that you post. Many general bloggers could include movie reviews, book reviews, or comment on a current event. I find that some of my consistently most popular posts are book reviews that end up showing up in a search engine. Writing about different things makes it interesting for the readers, and it helps to prevent boredom or burnout in the writer. 
You can also add short videos to enhance your blog, to create more variety. Now, one of my favorite bloggers is Michael Hyatt. And uh, he's, he's definitely become much more commercial in the last few years because he's turned his blog into a business. But the amount of free content that he still gives away is amazing. And, and Michael writes about leadership. He writes about uh, time management. He writes about uh, personal productivity. He, he talks about uh, so many things, health-related and, and uh, like I say, management, leadership, um, and, and, and just a variety of topics. He reviews, um, d- does some technical reviews. He talks about how to set goals. Just take a look at his, again, I'll, I'll put a link in, in, in the show notes, but take a look at his blog and you, you see a lot of the different things that he writes on. So it just keeps the reader interested because there's such a variety of different uh, topics that he covers, but it's all under the, the main banner of, uh, of, of leadership and personal productivity. So variety. Number four, post interesting content. Now, this seems obvious, but if you just go through the internet and just look at some different blogs, there's such a need for people to improve their content. You know, one of the bloggers' goals should be to increase the size of their audience. I mean, what's the point of writing if nobody's going to read it? What's the point of writing if, if your mom or your, your, your wife or your husband or, you know, your close friends are going to be the only one that reads it? I mean, that's great. It's great your mom likes your writing. But, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time working on something and investing time and energy and, 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 and really uh, pouring my heart into something that, that people aren't going to read. And so it's up to me to create interesting content. And so we've got to put up posts that people are actually going to read. And just because it's interesting to you doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be interesting to your audience. And this is something we always have to ask themselves. I've had some posts that, that I've written and I've loved. It's top, maybe a topic that I was really interested in. But when I posted it, I found very few people read it. And so just because it might interest me, that's, that's really, I mean, I want to be providing something useful for my audience because the question that they're always going to be asking what's, is, is what's in it for me. And if it doesn't interest them, if it's not something that provides value to them, they're just going to move on to the next guy. So we've got to improve the quality of our content. And, and if you feel that you, you need to improve the quality of your content, if you feel like this is something that you need to work on, I would say review um, a number of successful bloggers and see what they're doing. Too often, new writers want to reinvent the wheel. Instead, they will be much, much better served by learning from someone who is already on the road to where they want to go. A great example of an interesting blog is Jill Sweetman's. She writes on a variety of topics. She's a, a licensed professional counselor, um, and she writes on topics from sexual or drug addiction to marital problems, to the stresses of raising children. And so it's a fascinating blog. There's always great content on there. But again, she would be a great example. But I I really encourage you, if you feel like you need some help in in, in developing your content a little bit more, maybe take a writing class. Um, uh, Take a writing course. Read some books on writing. um, And then look on the the Internet and look at some interesting blogs and see what these people are writing about. and, And ask yourself, how can I raise the bar? How can I raise the level of the quality of the content that I'm putting out there?
So we've, we've covered four so far, four tips to creating a successful blog. We've mentioned keeping it short. We've talked about being consistent. We've talked about variety. That was number three. Number four is post interesting content. And then number five, we've got three more. Number five is proofread your post. Now, typos are going to occasionally slip through. That's just part of it. And of course, you're going to have the Nazi police correct you in your comments. I've had them do that to me, where I'll have, you know, written a blog and somebody will, you know, post a comment and say, nice blog, but, you know, your your grammar was wrong here. Oh, okay. Sorry. But typos are going to occasionally slip through. But reality is, if someone wants to be taken seriously as a writer, the typos need to be minimized. Misspelled words, improper punctuation, and bad formatting will distract from the message that someone is, pro- someone is trying to present. And I can't tell you how many times I've read, read somebody's blog, and it was actually good content, but I just couldn't get past the horrible formatting, the typos, the misspelled words. So if you want to be taken seriously as a writer, you've got to proofread it and get it right. And you know, with all the spell check and grammar check um, tools that are out there, there's really no excuse for excessive typos. So let's not be lazy. Let's clean it up. Number six, use social media to promote your blog. The most successful bloggers understand the importance of using Twitter, Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, even Instagram to promote their writings. Listen, people hang out in social media sites. Facebook and Twitter, I guess, I guess would be the two biggest, but that's where people hang out. And so if, if that's where the people are, that's where you want to promote your blog. And if you're using WordPress, and I'm sure some of the other um, uh, wonderful blogging tools, it's very easy to link your blog to Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Google+. And when you post a blog, it immediately shows up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. So, so use these tools to promote your writings. One excellent resource for the blogger to learn how to effectively use social media is Gary Vaynerchuk's great, great book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Um, he provides so many excellent uh, tools on using social social media to increase your platform and increase your audience. And I'll, I'll put a link to his book in the show notes. So by linking your blog to these platforms, every new post that you write and publish will be seen by your writer, the, the writer's followers and their friends. So use social media. And then number seven, the last one, add an image to your post. Put an attractive picture at the top of your blog. Now, this seems silly, but blogs that have an interesting photo attached have a much, much greater chance of being read. And there's been many studies to back this up. Putting an attractive picture at the top of your blog or um, pretty much any type of, of, of writing that you do, whether it's a professional email or something, um, adding a photograph or adding some type of image just increases the number of people that are going to read it. Study after study shows that a picture with a video or, or, or a picture are much more likely to be viewed. And there are so many free stock photo websites that are out there that you can find some great images at. I mean, you can pay for the photos. That's awesome. There's plenty of stock images 
stock image websites that you can pay for, you know, pay a, a dollar, a few dollars for a picture. But uh, I would really encourage starting off, um, if you're not making any money off your blog, there's plenty of free resources out there where you can get wonderful, high-quality free photos. And if you go through my blog at davidspell.com, pretty much every photo on there has been pulled from one of these free um, stock photo websites. And so, you know, like I say, just peruse davidspell.com, look at the photos, you'll see they're high-quality photos, they look nice. But, um, you know, in just about every case, I was able to get them for free. So add an image to your post. Now, just to recap, we said keep it short, number one. Number two, be consistent. Number three, variety. Number four, post interesting content. Number five, proofread your post. Number six, use social media to promote your blog. Number seven, add an image to your post. You know, writers write, and making sure that they are being read is important because it's not enough just to write unless you're just keeping a journal. If you're just writing to keep a journal, that's awesome. There's, no, there's not even a reason to publish that. But if you're writing to share your ideas, if you're writing to um, share your message, then you want to share that with people. You want people to be reading your content. And blogging is a wonderful way for, for the writer to hone their craft, to, to make it better, to consistently communicate with their audience. By following these simple tips, the writer will be well on their way to creating a successful blog. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. What other steps can you think of that would improve a person's blog? Have you ever thought about starting a blog? What has held you back? Did you start a blog one time and end up giving up on it? What caused you to give up? And if you feel like you've found a measure of success with your blog, I'd love to know how these tips resonate with you. Did these seven things, um, were, were, were they part of the, 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 the building blocks of success for your blog? I'd love to know. So go to davidspell.com. Leave your comment or your question in the comment section for today's post. I'd love to get your feedback. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I publish three posts a week, and subscribing will make sure that you do not miss a single issue. It'll just come right into your inbox. And subscribers also get my free monthly subscribers-only newsletter. This month's book recommendation. Now, I said this month's book recommendation. It's this episode's book recommendation. And in this episode, because we've been talking about blogging, I want to share an incredible resource with you to help you create your blog. I mentioned Michael Hyatt's website uh, earlier in the in the post in the in the podcast, but Michael also wrote a book a few years ago called Platform. And Platform is the best book I've read on how to create a blog, how to create a platform to get your message across. Uh, Michael's book is full of practical tips. Basically, he takes you from starting point to, uh, to the finish point on how to, how, to, how to start a blog, 
how to create a blog, how to maintain a blog, and then how to be successful with it. So check out Platform. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's, um, it is going to be the best book that you find out there for creating a blog and creating a platform to get your message to the people that need to hear it. Now, uh, as we close today, I just want to say again, thank you so much for being with me on this journey. Thanks for being a part of the family. Um, as we close, can I ask for a favor? Would you mind going to iTunes and giving me a review? If you enjoy the show, if leading and learning helps you, if you appreciate the, the value of the content that we're giving you, go to iTunes and give leading and learning a review. Those reviews are so important because they help us get a little higher in the ratings and share our content with many, many, many more people just like you. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passions.